Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Ariana Perez. I'm delighted to have Ethan Biowitz and Melissa Batista. Welcome to the Exploring Art Podcast. In today's episode, episode 534, Seas of Grey, the story of a sailor, we're going to dive into the importance and role of black and white cinematography, more specifically diving into why the movie Billy Budd made by director Peter Ustinov, was made in black and white, as well as his reasoning to why he did it. Peter said, and I quote, so that it would seem more real. He was criticized by journalist Ivor Montague that his response was strange and that no one else believed it was strange either. Before going on, let's start with who who Peter Ustinov was. So Peter was a two-time Academy Award winner he was a director, he was a writer, journalist, actor, and such. He did tons of stage plays, international theater, and production, right? Uh, he was born in England in 1921. So he and his house and like in his childhood, he spoke many languages. He spoke French, Italian, German, Russian, and English, and all that, right? So he made his first stage debut in 1938. And in 1940 was his first film debut. He was acclaimed. He won two Oscars and was nominated for two more, but didn't win them. Right. So he made the Billy Budd movie later on in 1962. Um, And let's ask our guests what they think about the movie and if they can give us a small summary. Melissa, Ethan? Um, yeah, the Billy Budd movie was a story about a sailor who was taken by a fleet during the Napoleonic Wars between Britain and France. And during the whole movie, we are we meet some characters such as Claggart and Billy Budd himself, who are depicted as complete polar opposites um, in the way that they filmed in black and white, which is one of the key components as to why black and white was such a major feature. Claggart was always depicted as in dark values, while Billy Budd was always in a bright light, often glistening and just portrayed as this very much pretty boy. And that's one of the many things about what makes the movie so interesting and just odd to the eye as what is the vision going on? Like, why are these characters so different? And while we dive into the movie, we find further, deeper reasonings behind it, which gives a lot of insight to the cinematography as well as the music and just the overall story. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, Ethan? No. So like Melissa, going back to um, the story, you were talking about polar opposites right, how Billy and Clyguard are different. What do you think the role of black and white plays in that? The role that black and white plays is definitely in their contrast. Clyguard was always seen as some villainous sort of obsessive character, especially towards Billy Budd, while Billy Budd was always a positive and just well-mannered person that's always seemingly just neutral with everything that's going on around him. 
Um, though at some point in time, Clygart does end up um, sort of signing him up for an upcoming murder in which starts the whole clashing and breaks apart the story into this concept of what is the lawfulness in this and what is the logic and justice in that. And especially with the way that they contrast each of the characters, the black and white vagues into that idea. And what is the truth to all of these scenes and why does this happen to Billy Budd? And why does Claggart obsess so much over him despite the fact that there's no true reason as to why he quote unquote hates him? And to add on what you were saying, like throughout the beginning of the story in the book, Billy Budd, um, the author of the book actually, like the original 1924 book, as well as the movie, like since the beginning, all of his shipmates and all his fellow sailors describe Billy as being pure, as being naive, right? And like you said, all his shots, like the, or like the light grays and the whites and all his shots, kind of, I want to say, correlate to his personality. And as well as Clygart, like since the beginning of the movie, he's seen wearing a dark coat and he's just portrayed in darker shots than Billy always is. So exactly like you said, I think that the color portrays that they're complete opposites. Mm -hmm. They're polar opposites, basically. Yeah, especially in the way that they do make those shots. And I do want to mention that Billy Budd was written by the same author who wrote Moby Dick, which was Herman Melville, though the only reason as to why Billy Budd was never completed was because he unfortunately died during the process of writing Billy Budd. So in this movie, there's that contribute to vagueness because, you know, the story itself was never completed. And I do like to think that the reason that it's all in black and white is to yeah, to contribute to that vagueness and to contribute to the why does this happen and why is it filmed in black and white and why is this so just strange to the eye and as well as the strangeness in the characters and the strangeness as to why Billy Budd is such a important character for just being a simple merchant sea dog, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and his transgression throughout the movie and the book because let's let's not forget that the book starts with him being super young and naive, going back to that idea of his personality, right? He He's basically portrayed as the pretty boy. He's portrayed as a little boy, not as a man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when he's, he's so naive that even when he gets nervous, like he gets a stutter and all that, and he starts, like you said, he's a merchant sea dog. He starts off in a merchant ship, then he's taken to the British Navy, right? The the ship with Captain Veer and Clygart and all that. Do you think that color, if you added color to that part of the movie, how do you think that would have changed the story? I would have, I honestly wonder what colors they would have added in the first place, because I've what sort of importance does Billy Budd have that makes pretty much all the characters have this sort of just eye on him? He's always seen in this way that everyone just sort of wants him. And 
it makes me wonder like if you were to put your vision onto the movie how would you portray Billy Budd in color and I would think like maybe he's just some sort of piece of gold for everyone he's so valuable it, because of the way that he acts and the way that he is shown throughout the movie in such a glistening light he's never really seen as dirty or rust rugged up he's always just pure and in such an essence and it's just so it's so strange and yeah I won't deny when um what's his name Ivor was just uh dumbfounded by his answer for the reality of the black and white like what does that really mean like why is it portrayed in black and white why is Billy Budd such a such an outstanding persona in this movie and why was he just led to this moment where now he's being the so-called murderer for something that apparently he never did it's just so it's so monumental it's so moving it's so just there's so much going on it's so strange but I suppose that's the point the point is so that you sort of understand it in your own way like is Billy truly the one that's making everyone kind of go mad or is there some sort of vision on everyone when it comes to what they want and the desires of human nature what is it there's such vagueness in it and it's so just interesting you know yeah and I agree with that actually because I was reading up and like catching up on the story a little bit and at the end or towards the middle right I was like reading and like looking and researching into it and it was talking about how even though Billy did kill Clygart you know after uh, Clygart went to Captain Veer and he was complaining and he was rumoring he made up a rumor that supposedly Billy was going to plan a mutiny on the ship right mm -hmm. and going back to the actual context of the story because it is placed in the summer of 1797 mm -hmm. where um the british uh royal navy had a history of shipmates planning mutiny and such so it could be believable that um billy did want to plan that but knowing billy throughout the story and the way that he's portrayed always having like a glistening light around him like you said everyone around him knew that he was the golden boy that he was so young he was so kind-hearted that he would never do that right even when they were even when the court was trying to sentence him to death and to be hung captain veer had to tell everyone to you know think about it logically because even though he was so kind and he was a golden boy he did it and Maybe he did it out of anger, you know? But even when he was hung, there was like this light around him glistening. Even when he was being whooped in the movie, you know, like there was this light around him. Even though he made bad choices or even if he did wrong things, the book and the movie always portrayed him as a positive person. And in the movie, like you said, there was always glistening. I feel like that's the most important part of the use of black and white, that he was always glistening. I 
I've always I've been wondering how it kind of seems like the idea of too good to be true or fool's gold how even if he is always you know this perfect little character throughout the entire movie that he does end up committing crime and perhaps maybe it was because of his own conscious thought or if he was pressured to or who knows but it's always something about just the human mind and how the human um perceives events and the way that they just decide to go out of their way to commit something even if you don't expect them to and it's kind of the concept of like you know is it too good to be true or should he be treated differently because of the way he is it's just really peculiar and how he's always just yeah like you wouldn't ever expect him to do something like that but it's because of the way that he's being perceived by everyone else right yes I agree with that one because the color kind of the black and white essence of the movie does kind of help you see through the character's eyes Mm -hmm. and it kind of deviates from all the extra stuff that color can put on a movie, right? Because the ship is so simple and they're living a simple life at sea. So maybe if you added color to that, then you would see Billy's true nature and maybe that he isn't such a good guy. And maybe that, um, you know, you would see his real personality. Because maybe the way that he's being perceived is not the way that he actually is. We don't know what Billy's actually thinking. We only see the way that he acts with other people. So maybe the black and white can be a filter to that. That is a really good thought. I actually like that a lot. That was brilliant. Um, Especially with the fact that you brought up how maybe color might just take away what we could think of Billy Budd because with just only black and white all that we really know of Billy Budd is that he's just always glowing and he's always bright and he's always so just perfect but if we had color involved it might have taken away that very important factor in the film it might have made everything look muddy or maybe we might have not really seen the characters in their true form and especially with color, because color is such a huge factor in the human psyche and emotions, because we connect so much with color and what they contribute to feelings, it might have just taken away Billy Budd's whole character. Yeah, sure, he could have had brilliantly bright, beautiful blonde hair or whatever you want to imagine him at. But if we were to have taken that into the movie and brought it in it might have just affected the characters differently and have made them maybe even cliche or just too non-interesting as a character to really imagine them in their true light having black and white instead really does give that filter and it makes you wonder who they really are and the lack of details in the color makes them wonder what could you add to your from your own thoughts into what that reality could be and it's that concept like just 
whether it's reality, whether it's fictitious, the way that you want to imagine the movie, the way you want to imagine the characters, that's what black and white enables you to do. And maybe that's the strangeness of it all. The strangeness is what you could imagine it to be and the way that other people could imagine it to be and the way that everyone would want to see it in their own way. That's honestly really brilliant. <laughs> yeah, because like you said, it leaves room for the imagination. You know, black and white can be a form of not just talking about this movie, Billy Budd in particular, but black and white can be used to reminisce old cinematography, right? To reminisce the silent era in movies. You know, it can also signify fantasy, simplicity, mystery, romance, action, comedy. It can, it honestly depends on the story of the actual movie. But um, how about Ethan? Let's, let me ask Ethan a question. So Ethan, what do you think black and white can signify in the plot of a movie or in the production of a film? I think it could, uh, it could either hide something from the audience or it could really bring something out. It just depends on how, how you want to see it or how, how the director makes it. Okay. So if you were, let's say, a director, right? Maybe not this movie in particular, Billy Bud, but how would you prefer to, um, what medium would you prefer? Would you prefer color or would you prefer black and white? Um, I definitely prefer color. Uh, color is all the rage. Like, you know, for modern times, I don't know when the last time I've seen uh, black and white in a film was, but yeah. Yeah. Um, how about you, Melissa? What would you, what medium would you use? It ultimately depends on the plot, like you said before. And personally, if it were to be a more dramatic story, I might as well use black and white since the contrast of the black and white values can really add to the dramatics of the movie and just like how they did with Billy Budd. But um, as much as color is a very huge and very important factor in cinematography nowadays, we might as well bring back some flair of black and white to just, you know, bring back that harshness, that that essence in the power of just lights and darks and how they change a scene so much. But perhaps with just a little bit of color, it can all make the difference in a movie. Yeah, because like you guys said, the importance of color can show reality and you can relate to a film, but we can go back to the way that um, Peter Usanov made the movie, right? There's different blockbuster movies that have been made in black and white and have still been successful. You know, for example, Frank and Weenie, Pleasantville, The Artist, Raging Bull, movies made in modern day that were made in black and white that still give what a movie needs to give to the audience, right? So maybe color doesn't deprive watch uh, viewers from 
the aesthetic um how do you say like aesthetic reaction or aesthetic just what you see in a movie right mm-hmm. of the feeling that you get the reaction so yeah. maybe black and white can also signify metaphors good versus evil ignorance versus enlightenment right it can show off the theme of a movie yeah so going back to the the reason why peter used black and white for this movie do you guys agree with Ivor Montagu's um critique that it was strange and why everyone thought that it wasn't strange do you guys agree that his use of black and white was dumb was not the best idea I honestly think that the usage of black and white was yeah a pretty odd choice but diving deeper into the story and understanding the story the black and white essence of the movie does add a lot to the movie the vagueness the mystery the wonder and the yeah the reality of it and I do think that as much as Ivor's reaction is pretty much right like normal regular like why would you do that it's still not I don't think it was a strange as in a bad way I think it's strange in a it makes you want to question more about it which is a curious mindset the curious thought about why a director made such a decision which really adds to it yeah and I feel like knowing who Ivor Montagu was kind of deviates you from agreeing with him because if we go back to history, Ivor Montagu, he even though he was a filmmaker, screenwriter, producer, critic, he was also a journalist. Unfortunately, he was an active communist, right? He was recruited by the Soviet intelligence in World War II, right? So he was openly known as a communist journalist. So maybe he could have just gone against Peter's original idea and creativeness just to kind of create drama right because Peter was originally British and the British and the Soviets had some kind of tension in World War II but they later became allies maybe that was just him trying to show his power and his character maybe it wasn't a critique to his work itself. If you think about it, it kind of reflects to the way that the film was filmed, right? In such a way that dark contrasts light, the world is always going to be in a darkness and lightness. We're all going to have differences and it all contributes to the way that we perceive the world and the people around us. And perhaps one side of history thought that Ivor was not a bad guy, maybe one other side of history thinks that he was and that he should have been be gone, you know? But the whole aspect of it, it really makes the world sort of revolve around, right? We really do sometimes just see the world in black and white. We see just the good and evil or the wrong and the right and all of these things that, yeah, 
it really just kind of expands the thought um, and how we are all basically just a simple mind that we just see this answer and this answer, right? <laughs> yeah, I agree with that one because if we think about when the movie was released, it was released in 1962. And going back to people's opinions and people's reactions, I don't think that at the time, people thought this was weird because in history, for the most part at this time in 1962, most people didn't have color TVs, right? Mm -hmm. The first color TV system was actually invented in 1937 in the US, yeah. right? But the first public color TV, like to the public, and it was open was in 1954. But cities in the US weren't as exposed to colored TV or couldn't afford it, right? Until the 1960s, 1970s. So I don't think that it was weird for the public to kind of criticize Peter for making it a black and white movie. I think it was more so movie critics and professionals such as ever, you know, in specific to criticize that aspect of the movie, right? Maybe it was weird to the film industry for him to make it in black and white but I don't think it was for the public right yeah might as well make the movie um, available for all people during that time even if he had the technology to film it in such brilliant colors but again perhaps it was just his decision to portray the movie in such a way truly we will never really know definitely I Agree, because when he was asked in the interview why he did it, he gave such a vague answer just to make it seem real. Like, there was no specific reason besides mm -hmm. that. You know, he didn't give any context to what his real was. He didn't give any context to why he didn't do it in color. So we will never know why. And we'll never know who he thinks or who he wanted to target, you know? Yeah, especially. And it's just, well, in the end, it's all just a mystery. Black and white film, it's all just going to be a mystery. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's where we're going to leave off today. Black and white who knows what was best fit for this specific film. So that's it for today. Thank you for joining us so much today, Melissa Batista and Ethan Biowitz. I appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious.